Hey there, welcome to the Coaching Corner Podcast. I'm Jade Harrison, AKA JD Gaines. And in today's episode, I'm gonna go over some tips that I gave my Twitch channel for how to build out a home gym if you're a beginner to fitness. No matter your starting point, there's always something that you can do to build strength and improve your fitness. And this episode is gonna give you a step-by-step process for how to pace buying equipment with your fitness journey when you're starting from scratch. We start from resistance bands and exercise mats and work all the way up to when you're ready to actually bring a squat rack and barbell and plates into your home gym. Make sure to check out the show notes below for links to the equipment that I talk about in this episode. If you're watching this episode on YouTube, you can find those links in the description of this video. Now, keep in mind as we move forward that when I was recording this, there was a little bit of a hiccup in the audio. Namely, on some of the scenes, there's music in the background, and on some of the scenes, there's no music in the background. And I recognized this when I was doing the editing and really thought about scrapping the entire episode, but there's still a lot of really good information in this episode, which is why I've decided to go ahead and go forward with publishing it. It's not really a big deal, and you might not even really notice it a whole lot, but I do want to make sure that I recognize and point out to you guys that I know that it's there. And I've made sure to fix that in my following streams. If you're interested in joining me for one of my Twitch streams, I would love to have you there. They are a lot of fun, and it's a great way for you to interact with me in real time. I go live on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash jdgains, on Tuesdays and Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Without further ado, let's go ahead, get started, learning how to build out a home gym from scratch. You can still get in shape. You can still get really fucking strong if you don't like to go to a gym, right? Like you can get some pretty good muscle definition working out at home. And one way to do that is to do like body weight training. If you are gonna be working out minimal equipment, you can, so, you can totally do it. I would recommend though, instead of just going full equipment free, I would recommend investing in some resistance bands because there's certain movements that you need to practice in order to get like um, a well-balanced physique. Um, and just for the health of your body, like your, the health of your shoulders, your hips and stuff, where you need to be pulling things, right? So there's different kinds of movements that we practice, that we add resistance to. There's push movements that are pretty easy to like make more difficult and make more challenging to turn into like a challenging exercise. It's a lot harder when you need to work on pull strength. Um, so I like to use resistance bands and that's what I recommend for my clients because the resistance bands give you that resistance and they're pretty light. You can travel with them, like you can pack, like if you are somebody who travels a lot, you can pack them very easily into your suitcase. They don't take up like any space at all. Um, and so I recommend resistance bands. Now there are a variety of different types of resistance bands, right? Um, so what I recommend is getting, um, there's three different kinds and I do think that it's a good idea to have all, like a set of all three kinds, okay? So the first kind that I recommend is called a mini band. And a mini band is like a little loop band. And the ones that I have like started my clients with for many, many years are the Fit Simplify mini bands. Why I like these in particular is because they are rated. So they're rated for resistance. So the light one is the super, is the lightest resistance level. And when you're just starting out and you're just starting with, with working out and you're using resistance bands, I say start with the lightest resistance band. Learn the technique of the exercise and that might be challenging enough, right? 
for a lot of the exercises, using the lightest band might give you that muscle burn that you're looking for towards the end of every set, right? Over time, as you get stronger, you're going to need a heavier band, right? So then you go on to the number two band. I think it's very important to have a sense of progression, especially when you're working on strength training or when you're working on muscle building. It's important to track your progress because it's slow, right? Burning fat and building muscle is a very slow progress or slow process. It takes time, but you can track consistently on a week by week basis, you're able to do more reps. Or you had to do the number one band for a couple of weeks and now you're doing the number two band and then a couple weeks later you're at the number three. So it's, it's helpful to sense your progress and it, it can help with motivation. It's very, it's very helpful with motivation when you can see on a week by week basis, you may not see any change in the mirror, but you do know that a couple of weeks ago you were struggling with the number one band, you know, doing a set of 10 on some exercise and now that's too easy and you gotta use the number three band. So it's, it's, for me, that's why I like to use the graded bands. I like to make sure that they have some kind of rating so that I can record that progress. My clients can record their progress as they get stronger. It's very helpful for motivation. And that's what I recommend. If you're gonna be starting a home gym, I do recommend you start with resistance bands, but make sure that the resistance bands that you get are graded for their level of resistance so that you can track your progress and of course, keep a journal, right? Make sure you're tracking your workouts so that you get that sense of progress. So that's one kind of band that I think you should have in your, in your toolkit, in your home gym, or if you're traveling or whatever, okay? So that's the mini bands. And that's the first thing that I would buy. If you're just gonna get one type of equipment, I would get this first. Um, because there's a lot that you can do with just these. The second kind of resistance band that I think is very helpful to get is um, they're often called tube bands because they're a tube. They're the ones that have handles. You can use these for different types of exercises. I like these. Um, you want to make sure that they have some kind of a, 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 an anchor so that you can anchor the, the, the band to like a door, right? Or something like that um, because there's exercises that are just kind of hard to do with a mini band. The kind of exercises specifically I'm talking about are like things like face pulls. So you can, you see how you can anchor the, the band to the top of the door? So I can do that. Uh, let's see, my chest flies, band chest flies. This is another one. So like the bands um, secured to the door behind me. And you know, this is the kind of movement that you can't really get with your mini bands. You can't get this movement, the flies with mini bands. So it's very helpful to have these. That's why I'm a big fan of the tube bands that you can see secure to the door. Just make sure that the door isn't going to fly open, okay? Make sure that it's actually anchored. Um, and again, these I like in particular because they're weighted, right? One says it's 10 pounds, one is 20 pounds, one is 50, one is 40, one is 30. So as you are getting stronger, as you're progressing and you're recording your workouts and what they are, you be like, I use the number 10 band for 15. And then like now I'm using the 20 pound band for 10, you know, so you can track your progress and you can see your progression over time. And again, that's very, very important for everybody, but especially in the beginning, when you're a beginner, you want you need to celebrate your gains. You need to track your gains because it's going to feel like when you look in the mirror or when you step on the scale, you might not notice a whole lot of difference. You may feel a difference, right? Your, your, your clothes may be fitting differently, but otherwise, you know, it's, it, you got to take all the wins that you can get. So I like to make sure that 
you know, we're tracking the progress. So get something that's actually labeled. And then the other kind, the fi finally, the other kind of band that I recommend is what are called super bands or monster bands. So these. And they're kind of like the, the mini bands where they're like, they're like long loops. It's just, this is a lot easier to deal with on certain exercises than using a tube band with handles. Sometimes the handles are a little bit much to deal with. So um, I like super bands in particular for exercises like this, but where they really, really shine is the deadlifts. So this is like my favorite way to use the super bands is for this exercise in particular. But there are a bunch of other exercises that I like it for. Um, you can also use super bands if you're, if you are, um, if you're trying to learn how to, how to do a pull-up, you can use super bands or monster bands um, to, to like give you like a, a boost. Those are the three kinds of resistance bands that, that I would say fill out your home gym with first because there's so much that you can do with those bands um, to start building muscle without ever having to like worry about lifting weights. Um, another thing that I do also recommend for a starting home gym is some kind of exercise mat. I think that it's a good idea to have two. So like, an, like a thick exercise mat. This is one of those thickums. I love these exercise mats for doing anything on the floor if you're gonna be on, um, in, on all fours, right? To cushion your knees. Or if you're gonna be doing something like crunches and you wanna give a little bit of cushion to your spine, something nice and thick and juicy like this guy, okay? That would be my recommendation. But if you are working out barefoot and you're gonna be doing standing exercises, I would recommend a thinner mat, like a yoga mat. Here is, like, so this is a, this is a yoga mat. It's a lot thinner and it's good for if you're gonna be doing standing stuff. Well, it doesn't show. Like if you're doing squats and stuff and you're like working out barefoot, you don't want to be standing on a squishy mat because that is going to add some instability. That's going to make everything a lot harder. You're going to be more likely to fall. So that's why I like to say have two mats. I like about the, the yoga mats is that they're also very grippy. They got a nice little grip to them as well. Um, so those, that's what I recommend for like a starter. Like if you wanna get in shape, you wanna build out a home gym, you don't wanna go to the gym and you wanna start building muscle or you wanna start exercising, you wanna start working out, um, that's the equipment that I would start out with. And it's pretty cheap. Like when you think of how expensive like a home gym can get, um, weights are expensive. They just are, they always have been and then especially since the pandemic, they got very expensive. Um, but um, bands are pretty cheap, mats are pretty cheap. So you could get a little starter home gym with just mats and, and, and bands and start building some muscle and start you know, building some core strength, which is really, really important. Start building out your mobility. And then over time, you can begin to add more resistance using equipment like weights, right? But again, the bands are always gonna be a good starter. That's my recommendations for starting your home gym. You know, getting started, make some gains with very minimal equipment, okay? Because I do think as a beginner, if you're just starting, you've got to keep in mind the more barriers you put up for yourself, cost barriers, space barriers, like where am I gonna put all this stuff? 
the less likely it is that you're going to actually start or the longer it's gonna take you to actually get started. So I say start minimally. Start with those very minimal, minimal priced stuff. Start with the to stuff that takes up the minimal space, right? And is gonna present minimal risk of injury. So that's why I say bands and mats, start there. There's a lot that you can do. Also, if you're like, okay, so I get the stuff and I don't know what the fuck to do with it. I got you, because that's literally, I um, you can work with me as a personal trainer, but not everybody can afford personal training, right? Like it's, a, it's like a couple hundred dollars a month, right? It's like a couple hundred dollars a month. Even a moderately priced personal trainer is gonna be a couple hundred dollars a month a lot of times. Um, but I do actually, I made my programs that I put my beginner clients through, I made them like DIY self-guided. So if you wanna do one of my programs, like as I program it for my clients, um, I have those available. Um, and you can use the same app that my clients use, right? It's just that you're not gonna get a custom workout, right? I'm not gonna build it for you and then customize it for you. But you can come here, you can hang out and I'll tell you how to customize it for yourself. But the minimal equipment program, that's the one. This, um, this one uses the bands. And it uses all three of those, the Superman's, resistance bands, and mini bands. So this, um, this runs for six months. So like in six months, you'll learn how to use that equipment and it starts from the very, very beginning. And by the end of the six months, you'll be ready for intermediate workouts. So you'll start building some muscle, you'll start burning some fat, you'll learn about how to build muscle. <clears throat> this program is just $27 a month. So like way cheaper than having a personal trainer. But it's, it's a program that's created by a personal trainer. The only thing that you don't get is my eyeballs on you, right? Checking over your stuff and giving you direct feedback. But if you want the direct feedback, you can just join the community and like post your technique videos to the technique channel. So you can still like work with me, right? It's just that like you're not buying my time essentially. You know, you're not buying my time every week where we're, we're meeting for a session um, or where I'm looking over your log and giving you advice and checking your form on a one-on-one -on -one basis. So that's a really economical way that you can get yourself started. Um, shoot, you can't see it. I'm sorry, this one. This is what I'm talking about. I'm sorry, you can't see it. So this, so if you, if you, if you go to my, my trainerize.me, um, and I'll post a link for the YouTube video. The links will be, all of the links for this will be in the comments, not the comments, well the comments, but also the description. But you scroll all the way down, <clears throat> minimal equipment foundations program for beginners. So if you're just starting your home gym, you wanna start with bands, minimal equipment, just do this workout plan, just follow it. And if you have any questions, you can just ask me in the Discord. So it's not like you don't get any of my attention. It's just like self-paced, right? Um, I, I, I have run this, um, I've run this program with my clients for, and I've refined it over years and years and years. Um, and it's, it's a great way to get like a well-balanced overall physique. And the other thing that you also get is my, my, like my coaching content. So like I, my foundations to fitness pro, or sorry, my foundations to muscle building um, content. So it's like a course. So if you want, you can read all of that stuff and you learn about building muscle and how to work out effectively. So it's just, it's basically the coaching program. It's just 
without my eyeballs on you. If you reach a point where you're like, okay, you know, I wanna actually learn how to lift weights, I wanna do weight training, um, I would start by getting some dumbbells. I would start with dumbbells first, because there's a lot of resist, there's a lot of weights, right? When we talk about weight training, there's barbells, there's dumbbells, there's kettlebells, there's, oh gosh, what else? I mean, those are the main ones. Uh, there's machines. There's machines that are considered weight training, like um, um, cable machines, right? Um, that's my favorite kind of, of machine is the cable machines. So there's a lot of options, so it can be very overwhelming. What I would say is um, get some dumbbells. And if you can find some good quality adjustable dumbbells, that's ideal um, because then, you know, like you could get, I, what, I'm trying to remember, my clients, I have, a, I have some clients who have kind of tried a couple of different adjustable dumbbells. And there were some that were just really shit quality and fell apart. And then there's others that are good quality. I'm not super sure on that one. I can't really give exact, exact recommendations because I don't use adjustable dumbbells except the kinds, no, that's not true. The ones that are like more guaranteed to not fall apart I forget, I do actually use adjustable dumbbells, just not the ones that are like clicky, I guess. Um, what did we call these? Spin lock? I grew up with these. These are the ones that I grew up with. Um, I remember being like five years old in my basement where my dad had his home gym when I was growing up. And this is the kind of dumbbells that we had, the spin lock ones. It's just, I never until, what, last year even knew that they had a name. <laughs> but, but anyway, these are, this is a type of adjustable dumbbell. They're a pain in the ass because they take, five seconds to take the lock off. And then you adjust the weight. You put on the weight. And then you gotta, My ADHD cannot, I hate it. But, however, these are the most likely, they're the most sturdy, right? These are the most likely to last forever. Like forever, these will last you forever. They are sturdy as fuck. It's just that they are, they're just like, one, two, three, four, yeah, five seconds, and then 10 seconds to put that back on. So when you wanna change your weights, that's like a, almost a minute long process, right? So when you're trying to find just the right weight for an exercise and it's like 20, no, it's like minute, a minute or so to add more weight or adjust the weight, that's the thing that makes them the pain in the ass. However, in terms of stability, durability, these guys will last forever. Um, so if you're gonna get adjustable dumbbells, I hate to say it, but these are the ones that I recommend. These are the ones that I recommend also because they act like regular dumbbells the most. They're pretty sturdy. Once you, once you put the lock on, once you, once you spin the lock on, it's pretty sturdy. It's not gonna wobble around. But power blocks, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Power blocks, um, they are um, a lot faster to change out the weights if you're trying to figure out what weight you wanna be using for an exercise. Um, it's just like a matter of seconds to just be like, mm, that's too light. 
you just put it back on the stack and change what plates you want on it. So that's a lot faster to change. The problem with these is they are a lot less sturdy. They don't act like dumbbells in the way that like, if you had like regular dumbbells, they're pretty stable. There's a lot of wobbling and jiggling around, which makes these a little untenable. So I know a lot of people who use these kinds of adjustable dumbbells, um, you know, it's just something to keep in mind. It's, it takes up a lot less space than the adjustable dumbbells, the spin lock ones. The spin lock weights, they take up more space. Um, I have like a little tree that my weights are kind of like living on. I don't know if you can see, cause it's like way back there. Hold on, let me, that little tree back there is for my adjustable spin lock dumbbells, right? So it takes up more space. The spin ones look like a pain. They are, but like, again, they're more sturdy. So in that way, they're kind of safer to use. I've, I've heard horror stories of the power blocks of like my clients, they had a, they had a set that like the, um, the plates just kind of fell off of one day while they were using them. Um, I don't know that it was necessarily the power block, like the, the brand name, but it was something similar. It was a similar type of, of dumbbell and the plates just kind of fell out. And, and then I'll have to ask, I'll have to ask them what brand it was. So that's, uh, you know, just beware. But I do think that dumbbells are a good one to start with because there's a lot of exercises that you can do with dumbbells. Um, you don't need a whole lot of weight, especially when you're just starting with weight training, you're just learning. Um, you know, those dumbbells, especially the adjustable ones, you'll be able to progress, you'll be able to add more weight over time. That's so much better than just getting a couple of five pound dumbbells and a couple of 10 pound dumbbells because you are going to progress out of that really quickly right? That's the problem with pe people are like, Oh, I'll just buy a couple of hand weights. Don't do that. Don't do that. You are going to grow out of those so fast and they're not going to give you the stimulus that you need in order to achieve your goals. If you want to get toned and you want to build muscle, little five pound dumbbells are not going to, not going to cut it. That's why I recommend the adjustable ones so that you within like, you know, a very small space, you have um, five pounds or you have 50 pounds, right? Um, and some of them do go up to like 50 pounds on each side. It's just that this particular set goes from three to 24 pounds, okay? Um, that is going to give you so much more progress and gains than just getting a set of five pounds and a set of 10 and a set of 15. You can still work with that, but you are gonna outgrow that very, very quickly. And you're gonna reach the point where in order to get the stimulus that you need, you're gonna have to do a lot more exercises and your workouts are gonna be very, very long. So that's what I recommend. And um, again, if you want to learn how to lift weights, you can work with me. I am taking on clients. I do have like openings in my personal training uh, program. You can go to my website for that. And if you want me to teach you how to, how to work out with the bands, same thing. Um, I can teach you one-on-one. -on -one. I am taking on clients, but then there's also, if you just want to get my program and you want to get my teaching, you want to take my, my program that I teach my clients through, then just go to my trainerize page and you can subscribe. It's just $27 a month for like basically a, a getting a personal trainer's like course 
um, and all of the content that I use and everything that I would teach you one-on-one, -on -one, you just do it yourself. Um, and those programs, I have the weight training one, the beginner's weight training one. There's your display. So if you want to learn how to lift weights, that's the weight training one. If you have your home gym, you have your little adjustable dumbbells, um, and you've added the weight, you've added the, the weights to it, do this program, or you can just like hire me for personal training. But again, that's, that's what that is for. Um, and then there is a full gym program if you are using like a full gym, like machines and all of that. The full gym program uses the cable machines. It uses a couple of the other machines that are pretty common to the gym, to most gyms, like leg press machine and all of that. Um, but this, is this conversation is specifically about getting started with a home gym, getting started in fitness with a home gym, building out a home gym. So again, start with the bands is what I would recommend. Bands, get an exercise mat, and start with that. And then when you wanna progress and you want, if you wanna learn how to do weight training, Weight training is going to take your gains to the next level. You will get serious gains working with weights um, and you have options for that. But I would recommend if you're specifically working with a home gym, get an adjustable set of dumbbells either with a spin lock or get the power, the, the power blocks. If you have the time, I mean, sorry, if you have the space, if you have the space, if you have the money and the funds, then you could get a full set of dumbbells, right? I have a client who did that. He went ahead and he purchased a full set of dumbbells that go from five pounds to 50 pounds. And you know, he has the space and he has the funds for that. And good for him, you know, really. Um, that's awesome, if you, if you can do that, then that's gonna be the best. That's better than power blocks, better than little spin, spin locks. But not everybody has that space and not everybody has the funds, right, for a full set of dumbbells. And then if you are interested in weight training, it's going to be a little bit before you even are ready to get on the bar to do barbell squats and barbell deadlifts, right? Because the barbell, Olympic barbells are 50, or 45 pounds, okay? Like 22 kg. So at least get your squats, get your chest presses, get your Romanian deadlifts with the dumbbells up to a point where you're able to do, uh, you know, 45 to 50 pounds for that exercise. And then you can think about adding in some barbell work. And you don't necessarily need to get a squat rack for that. You can just get the barbell itself and start working with the barbell. Um, and the specific bars that I would recommend for like a home gym, um, you can't go wrong with just a standard like Ohio bar. Like I said, the barbell itself is gonna be about 45 pounds. So you know you're ready for the barbell when you can do like chest presses, squats, um, deadlifts with like 45 to 50 pounds with using the dumbbells. And the reason why it is good to kind of switch over to the barbell after a certain point is that um, it's gonna be more stable. It's like really awkward. If you're doing like dumbbell front squats and you have like, you know, a lot of weight after a certain point, it's just kind of like, really wobbly and finagly to like <laughs> hold the, the weight up when it's the dumbbells. The barbell gives you some stability because like you're holding it in place, right? And one side stabilizes the other. So that's where like it can be a really good thing to switch over to barbell training. Um, and then the way that you progress from there when you're using a barbell is you add plates. You add plates onto the sides. So with your plates, you have your plates, but you also wanna make sure that you have some plate locks, right? 
They're sometimes called clamps, clips, clips. Sometimes they're called clips. And these secure the weights onto the barbell. Right? So when you put weight on the barbell, you slide this on and it keeps the weight from moving. And that just is good for safety. You don't want the weight wobbling around. You want it to stay nice and nice and secure. A Texas bar is also a good one if you if you can if you can get it. You just you put your weight on. Look at my baby weights though. Like look at these. Hold on. Like just so so when we're talking about like types of plates that you can use, you can put on your ride. These are my favorite kinds of little babies. Little babies. I highly recommend getting some baby weights. These are just two and a half pounds, which especially when you're starting to learn how to bench, it's it's the difference between the bar itself at 45 pounds, and then you put one little two and a half pound on both sides um, to bring it up to 50 pounds. The difference between 45 pounds and 50 pounds is huge when you're a beginner. So there's nothing wrong with starting with the baby weights. Get the baby weights, they're my favorite. So I was coaching a client who's brand new to bench the other day, so that's why I have them on here. So you slide on the weight, and then you use whatever clip I like, I like both of these. These are both great. This one, super easy. Easy to break though. These guys get smushed sometimes in the gym, so you, they gotta get replaced. Um, this, is, this was actually a present, a Christmas present from um, one of our community members, Simo, at its rising. He got me these. They're like you, you, you pinch them like that, and it slides on. It's, it's, they're really cool. They're a little weighted. They're a little weighted, so that's some of, some of the clamps are going to be weighted. They'll add a little bit of weight to your to your to your bar, which sometimes you want, right? The plastic ones add like no weight, so you want to make sure that once you get to adding weights, get some get some little clips, some little clippies, some little clippies. I'm gonna get you a link for those guys too, um, especially the ones. Oh my God, did you guys know that those those were a I have two, I have two. I have um, these guys who are pink, and then I have a pair that's green. And it's either the green ones or the pink ones, I can't remember. One of them is a present from a client who graduated from my weight training uh, foundations program. He worked with me for, I think he got through the program, I wanna say in six months. I think he worked with me for six months. Because look, there's a three there's a three month version that I put people through, and then there's a six month version. I think he did he do the three month or did he do the six? I can't remember. He completed. He graduated. Whatever. He graduated. He wanted specifically to learn how to lift weights so that he could fly on his own like a baby bird. Um, and so he completed the program, and at the end, he gave me a present. And you know how he did it? He dropped it off at the gym that I worked at. Didn't say a thing. He didn't say a damn thing. He didn't text me. He didn't tell me anything. He just left the present up at the front with the, the person who was working at the front desk. And then she came and she was, she was like, hey, there's something here for you. And I went up and I like unwrapped it. It was like a present. It was like had the little, I still have it on my phone. I still have like, I took a picture of it and I posted it to Instagram. It was the cutest thing. Anyway, it was so, that's such a, if you work with a personal trainer and you want to give them a present, that is such a sweet present. Give them like little barbell clamp, barbell clips. We love those. We love them. We love them. They're the best. You can never have too many. You can get them in blue. You can get them in green. You can get them in pink. That's what I have. I have the pink and I have the green ones. You can get them in purple. You can get them in red or yellow. I actually, I have another pair. I'm not lying. I love these things because they're so cheap little doodads and it's like self-expression. I have 
ones that are that are round like this. Collars, that's another thing that they're called. Collars. Sometimes they're called collars. Where's the other one that's like more round? It doesn't have like the little. Okay, and then these are the ones that I would say maybe you don't want to fuck with. I've worked in a couple of different gyms. I grew up in the gym. So I can say this. In my experience, everybody hates these. Like if there's a little plastic clips available, most people are going to fight over those and then people are going to avoid these like the plague. And here's why. They are hard. <laughs> they, you have to squeeze them. Like there's a lot of tension. And if you just did like a set of deadlifts and your grip strength is already shot, you don't wanna be like, you know, like squeezing another thing when your grip strength is already tired. And that's why people hate them. They also make this terrible noise. If you don't like maintain the tension and you're sliding them on the bar, like they get stuck and then you have to squeeze again and then you gotta, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? They're so annoying. Um, hey, that's a Canva picture. This is a, this is a picture from Canva. But you can see, see how they're like, like, like squeezing it? And you gotta fit in just right in the meantime. You gotta fit in just right. And then it's like, it's like a condom that doesn't fit. They're so annoying, man. I hate them. Especially like this person right here. I think it's a woman. This bitch right here, she's deadlifting. Do you think she wants to be squeezing this stupid collar clamp lock thing? No, she doesn't. She wants to be resting her hands. But here she is, because this is what the fucking gym that she's going to invest it in because they knew that people wouldn't steal these because nobody fucking wants them, right? Cheap-ass gym owners will invest in these fucking locks because they know that no one's gonna steal them. So anyway, <laughs> you can get them if you want to. You can get them if you want to. It's just, um, it's, your, it's your own peril, you know? It's your, it's, your, it's your funeral. Personally, I would recommend one of these cuties. You always bought a pair of your own in your gym bag. That's what I recommend. If you're gonna be going to a gym, you might as well have your own plate um, locks. Oh, we should talk about benches. We should talk about benches, of course. From this point on, when it comes to getting a squat rack, when it comes to getting plates for the bar, when it comes to getting a bench, there are a lot of options out there. It's very difficult for me to say, this is what you need. I recommend this specific brand. Um, get what you can get. But um, what I'll say is with a bench, I think it's a good idea, especially if you're a beginner, is to get an adjustable bench. Get something that can be adjusted to be like an incline or a decline or a flat bench, okay? That's because there's a lot of ways that you can change the exercises to progress your exercises by adding an incline or adding a decline to them. Um, so I do rec recommend like an adjustable bench, okay? Something like this. And you know, read reviews. I have used so many different benches. Um, I think I have a, I have a Gold's Gym one. It's kind of old and wobbly. Something that's gonna like lay flat. My clients have a huge variety of them. If you do get one that has like a key lock thing like this, I don't know what that's called actually, but like a push lock, just make sure when you are using these and you're adjusting the bench every time that you adjust it, if you pull that little thing out, Make sure that it is all the way pushed in every single time you use this bench. I'll, sh I'll make a video at work tomorrow 
where you can see what I'm talking about because they have adjustable benches there. Um, you just want to make sure that it is all the way pushed in because I have seen it happen in the past where someone has been working on, a, on an incline bench and that little thing isn't pushed all the way in and they're in the middle of lifting and then boom, the bench kind of falls down, right? You don't want to see that. So just make sure that, that every time you're using this equipment, you make sure that everything is locked in anytime you make an adjustment. The reason I like adjustable is again, like you, you can sit the, the bench up like this for like incline stuff. I like this one because it has a decline variation, so you can do decline. And that's gonna allow you to hit the muscles from different angles. There's different exercises that you'll be able to do and access if you have an adjustable, be adjustable bench. Um, I do like it when they have these things as well. Um, because if you're doing like decline stuff, you have a place where you can kind of like hook your feet in. And again, this, this unlocks a bunch of other exercises that you can do. So an adjustable bench is what I would recommend if you're adding a bench to your home gym. Um, when it comes to uh, squat racks, you can do something pretty simple, like a very basic power rack. It has just the two sides here, like this one, just has the two sides that's gonna take up less space in your home gym than like a cage. A cage is um, a squat rack where like this, closer to this or closer to this. The benefit of having a cage, if you have the room for it, is it is safer. Like you can put safeties in and you can squat inside the cage and put like safeties up like, like these guys here. And that is just gonna make your squatting or your benching safer because you, if you drop the weight, it's gonna be much sturdier being held or caught inside this like cage here versus um, you can put safeties up on something like this. It's just less sturdy. This is more likely to tip over, right? Especially if you don't have the weights secured at the bottom here. <laughs> um, so like, you know, with, that's, that's the difference. But um, you know, if you have limited space available, getting something like this is fine. Ben Rice lifts off of a very simple like stand like this. You know, it's 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 fine. Um, just like that's the main difference between the two. The kind of safeties that you can use are going to be the ones that I actually prefer. Even though I have a squat rack and I can squat in the cage, I don't like to. I use these like they're basically like extended J hooks here at the bottom. Oh, that reminds me. If you're getting a squat rack. There are some accessories that you need to get with it, otherwise it's not usable. A lot of squat racks will come with these accessories. If you order a squat rack, they will come with these accessories. But if it doesn't come with these accessories, you'll need to buy them separately. One of them is J-hooks. And the J-hooks are um, the things that the bar rests on. Like you put them on the squat rack at these different levels. And that's what the barbell rests on between your sets. Okay, so you'll wanna make sure that you have two J-hooks and make sure that they are the appropriate kind for the squat rack that you have. I say that because different squat racks have different hole sizes. And so you wanna make sure that the J-hooks that you're using are like fitted to the squat rack that you have. Um, and so you can set this up um, for squatting and you can set it up for benching. The, bi the biggest problem with cheaper racks is they have proprietary mounting styles so you can't get attachments. Exactly, if you get proprietary squat racks like this, the only kinds of safeties that you can use are the safeties that are made to go with this rack. And the J-hooks that you can use are the J-hooks that go with this specific rack, exactly. So this is the one that you think is you would recommend, Fitness Reality Squat Rack. Ooh, it's pretty cheap, that's just $300, that's nice. 
Oh yeah, and look, standard. Yeah, you can just kind of tell, you can use standard accessories with that as well. The other thing about um, cages, they're just more sturdy, but then also you can like add attachments like these guys up here. That's the rack that you use, it's fine. Yeah, there you go. It's just that they take up more space. They're, they're sturdier, but they take up more space. That's all. So we covered squat racks, accessories. You wanna get some safeties. This video show, or this um, picture shows a different kind of safeties that is a little bit different from those like extended J-hooks one. This, the extended J-hooks one, like this, they're like the same as those hooks up there, but it's just that they're longer. The, the problem with those is that when you're squatting, you have to stay very, very close to the rack so that if you do fail, you'll be able to let the bar rest on those safeties. However, sometimes when you're trying to stay close enough to the bar so that you could, if you needed to bail, you could leave the bar on the safeties, it's close enough to the rack that you hit the J-hooks on the way up. So that's kind of annoying. And that's why, I mean, a lot of people prefer to squat inside the rack and have safeties that go across the rack like this. That way you can like center yourself in the middle of the rack without having to worry about like bonking the front or the back of the rack with the weights or with the weight. If you would like more tips on getting fit and getting strong, building strength, make sure to join the email list on my website. That's jdgains.com or jadeharrisonfitness.com. And remember, I am taking on clients right now, so if you're interested in working with me as your online personal trainer, check out my website for more information on that. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Coaching Corner Podcast. I'm Jade Harrison, aka JD Gaines, and I'm so happy to have had you here. I will see you guys next time in the next episode. Have a wonderful rest of your day.